0: Yeah, we were
1: like,
0: way. I don't know what I this is. I don't know where to put the bottle <laughs> in the middle. That's where it belongs.
1: Hang on, I was going to move over here. Right there. I'm getting out of your way. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> it takes a lot to move this bottle around. Oh. So you like the way
0: I say it? I love walking? <laughs> Every time I heard you say it, I was like, girl, me too. <laughs>
2: Yes, yes girl
0: yes, yes. <laughs> speaking my language <laughs> <laughs> oh man but it's funny because like every time you'd say it I didn't say I didn't comment on it and I was like why didn't I pick that up because <laughs> we were so focused and like in the moment <laughs> oh, I didn't even I realize guess. that when
1: I was listening to it to end it yeah I oh, didn't yeah. do much editing last time, though. <laughs> I was just like, "This is great. We're posting it all." Amazing, <laughs> amazing. It was great. <laughs> oh, oh goodness.
0: Great.
1: So, we talked about stories to tell, and I can't remember what we talked about.
0: Um, office. I remember
1: yours. I don't remember mine. Yours was
0: like, "Oh, I like your eyes." Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I was. I'm. I'm a server, right? Okay, right. right. We know this, and. I was serving at my table, and there was this guy there, and I'm, you know, I'm super awkward, especially at, around cute people, and <laughs> I love when, like, awkwardness breeds more awkwardness. Yeah. Because I was like, this is going to sound like I'm flirting, but I'm not, which, why would I start off with that? I totally should have been flirting.
0: Anyway. Um, duh.
1: <laughs> but I was like, you have really pretty eyes. And I must have made him, like, super awkward, because he was just like, thanks, you should see my sisters. And I was just kind of like, um, Uh, and I was, like, my brain immediately went to, thanks, but I'm not a lesbian. (laughs) But I didn't want to say that, because, like, I don't know, it was weird. And he was like, not that, I mean, hers are just prettier than
0: mine. (laughs) So he, he picked up on what you were thinking. <laughs> it was, I guess, I don't know, but
1: it was super awkward, and it was really funny, and
0: I oh can't flirt. <laughs> I, if, I like it when you when I meet a fellow awkward person, though, because it's like, sorry, I'm kind of weird, and they're like, no, nah, I'm weird, too, and I'm like, okay,
1: <laughs> we can be weird together. It's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will not judge your
1: weirdness. I will out-weird you, probably. <laughs> all right <laughs>
0: It's like, okay, I'm not alone here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, but, like, speaking of awkward flirting, like, so back when I was in college, um, there was this guy, and he was, he was so cute. I had a crush on him, right? And, um, so I have super curly hair, and he- We both do. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so this guy had hair very similar to mine, like, really, we had, like, the same length and cut and everything, like, and, um, (laughs) so- He's, like, walking down the hall one day, and he looks, he was a super, super nice guy. And he was like, hey, I like your hair. Like, obviously, because we had the same right. hair, right? And so I was like, oh, my God, he's talking to me. So so I go, uh, thanks, you have hair, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, uh, yeah. And he
0: just, <laughs> just said he never spoke to me again. But, oh, my God. How are we single? I I don't know. We are so smooth. Yeah, totally. And have so much game. Totally, yeah. Why does nobody want this? (laughs) I'll never understand. Oh, my goodness. Like, he should have been all over it, right? Right? (laughs) I'm going to reel him in with that one. Oh, my God. But he might have thought I was, like, (laughs) I don't know if he thought, like, I was, like, couldn't think of a compliment to say. Like, what if he thought I was just being a bitch being a bitch (laughs) yeah like oh well you have hair too like (laughs) I had nothing
1: better to say I wouldn't think he would think that because (laughs) I I don't see you saying it like oh
0: you would just be like oh
1: uh."
0: (laughs) (laughs) I probably sounded pretty stupid
1: (laughs) it always gets me when people are like oh my goodness your hair's so pretty and I want to be like thanks I grew it myself yeah (laughs) Right. right
2: Isn't I woke up choice. like
1: this, yeah, like literally didn't oh, brush so it or anything. High, so high. <laughs> yeah. The joys of being a curly girl. It's, it's nice. nice and awkward. We're curly yeah. and awkward. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, hi everybody. Hey. hey. Um. You are listening to Booklet. We're gonna get the introductions out of the way. I'm Paige Turner, and I'm Hollywood. And by the time you all are going to be listening to this, I am going to be on my last day as a 32-year-old. <gasps> Yay! Happy Yay. birthday! Happy birthday! You know what that reminds me of, how you just started to say that? What? Have you ever seen um, Frosty the Snowman, the cartoon? Yes. Where he's like,
0: happy birthday! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Okay, they, okay, side note, they need <laughs> to redo Frosty. Like, they've done, like, a million of the freaking, all the other Christmas stories, right? But there has never been a remake of Frosty. Like.
1: Yeah, but Frosty's a classic, like, I don't know. And oh, Santa Claus I mean, is Coming to
0: Town. Yeah. Have you seen that one? And what's the one where. But, like, do you know how many Grinches we have? A ton. Like, give us a Frosty. True, true. Give us a Rudolph. Well, there are multiple Rudolphs. Yeah. Give us the frosty, give us Christmas music, music, (laughs) movies, both,
1: we'll take both, (laughs) we're hot and we're ready for the cold weather, well, well, Holly's not, Holly likes the hot,
0: I like Christmas but I like the hot, so, so we'll just do Christmas in Australia from now on, oh, I don't know, spiders, snakes, and things that just kill, and
1: crocodiles, fun,
0: (laughs) everything there can kill you. Yeah, I don't want to go to Australia. Sorry, guys. In, in Australia, uh, sure. Okay. We'll okay. In New Sydney shouldn't be too bad. Sydney. Okay. That's beautiful, beautiful of a city. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: Hemingsworths. And, ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're going. Yeah. That's where they make those. <laughs> Plenty of hemsworths to be like, uh, you have hair too. <laughs> Not that I'm flirting, but... (laughs) For licking, at least.
1: (laughs) Some eye candy. Oh my god. Um, You are eye candy and your girl's got a sweet
2: tooth. And And I love fucking!
0: (laughs) Girl, me too!
2: (laughs) Oh my god. Oh shit.
0: Um,
1: so we are... Pleasantly buzzed already, if you can't tell. Just a little. But I went on a glorious journey to the big liquor store and found some mead. The old bottle of mead. I mean, the bottle's not that old, but
0: well. But Holly didn't even know that that was a real thing. Yo, I really thought mead was just like existed just in the Middle Ages. (laughs) I didn't know it was still a a thing that you could actually go and get. So I'm drinking my very first glass of honey mead and it's changing my life. It's so good. It's so delicious. Like now I understand why they went crazy in them taverns. Like, I wouldn't have stopped drinking either, man. (laughs) This shit's good. And you couldn't even drink the water. You had to drink the water. Well, no wonder everyone was so much fun in the Middle Ages. Right? They knew how to party, man. But, yeah, it's quite tasty,
1: and it's very strong. Like, it doesn't taste strong. It doesn't have, like, an alcohol burn. It's It's very
0: good. It's sweet. You can taste the honey. Yeah, it's sweet, and it's smooth, and it is quite tasty. This is, like, my new favorite drink, honestly. (laughs) Like, this shit's dangerous. So,
1: yeah, make sure the next time you're looking for a new drink to go ask if your local wine store carries me, because it's quite tasty. mm mm-hmm. um, Let's see. We did the embarrassing stories. Yep. They know our names. They know our names. They know what they're listening to. They know what we're drinking. We're doing part two of No Country for Old
0: Gnomes. The second story in The Adventures of Pale. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I keep wanting to call it the Pell Chronicles, but that's a whole, like, different series, Uh and it's, like, Jesus stuff, and we're not going to do that. That's not
0: what we're reading. No. (laughs) Can you imagine us doing a Jesus book? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be interesting. Really interesting. What, it's a wine. (laughs) Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) I can mix in a little uh, Oliver Twist and be like... Lisa,
0: can I have some more? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> Did you ever read the Left Behind series? I know this is like totally off topic. Some of them, yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. The cringe. I don't even want to. Okay, we'll talk about our childhood experiences later. So, um.
1: So, yeah, we are back with. Baggy is the first name I see. <laughs> because he's the best. <laughs> it's, it's not even Baggy, it's Boggy.
0: Boggy. Boggy beans. Okay, so uh, as you guys hopefully remember... Um, and our, if you don't, go back and listen to it. Yes, because we are not doing that again. Um, our little group of friends now... Um, <laughs> oh no, creepy fingers. This <laughs> really creepy thing with my fingers. I don't know why I just, <laughs> Like brunch fingers.
1: It was almost like my fingers are spider legs. Their friends are spider legs. My
2: friends.
0: (laughs) I don't want your friends. (laughs) Well, you are my friends, so Does that mean I'm creepy spider fingers? No Okay, good. Okay. So (laughs) So our little group of people are they've just started their adventure. Yes.
1: They have pledged their allegiance or whatever. I was gonna say their
0: sword. Their sword, their their, their knots. they their bows? Bows and their, and their snacks. snacks. Yes, yes. They are now the fellowship of I don't know. Pell. The, the fellowship of the What are they doing? Fellowship of the Mead. <laughs> yeah. I'll drink to that one. Woo! Fellowship of the Mead. Okay, along with us. Okay, we'll talk now. Um <laughs> So they they start traveling for quite a while and um well they pause for a while to take foot baths and make camp. Well because
1: we have Falcon. Falken who is
0: <laughs> very obsessed with keeping his feet in prime condition. Right. And then you, we also have these two little gnomes who are not used to long travels and they have tiny feet. And they have tiny little legs. Yeah. So And so they're Basically walking behind everybody else going, wait for me! I have little legs! Right, so they were practically having to run to keep up with everyone else, and they're already, like, not used to traveling like this, so they're, like, sore. Which is how I feel uh, walking with just about anybody. Oh, no. <laughs> you need to pause too. for foot bath. I do. Oh. Yeah. That's big idea. Can you imagine, like, you know, like, you run, like, half a marathon, and you're <laughs> like, okay, guys, wait. I need a foot bath. Time for a foot bath. <laughs> <laughs> Pull some Epsom salt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, so, you know, they kind of settle into a little spot, and Boggy is, is talking with Queen Buzzabeth, and apparently Queen Buzzabeth is like, oh, this is a good spot for me to build my hive. Yeah. And Boggy's like, oh, wonderful. I will let you go here then. And, like, he, like, unties her, and he's like, goodbye, Queen Buzzabeth. <laughs> he's so sweet and so precious. <laughs> it was so cute. And so, Gabe's like, wait, you could like, actually talk to the bee? And Boggy's like, yes, yes, I can talk to, like, all animals. Like, yeah. that's, like, what dwarves do. And he was like, so what are your talents? <laughs> uh. Uh, and it Gabe's like, <clears throat> well, I whittle little creatures and things. I whittle, whittle things. <laughs> yeah, I whittle, whittle things. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and... Boggy's just like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. And they're uh, just, like, sitting around camping. Yeah, like, kind of mm-hmm. getting to know each other a little bit. And, um, all of a sudden, the trees, like, attack them or something. Just one tree. There was, like, just one, one right, right. willow that, like,
2: Oh, like, they were, to- like,
0: going and get Kindle or something. Yeah. And then, like, the tree, like, tried to eat them. Yeah. Like, they, like It like, attacked
1: like, first. Boggy, I think. Right. And then one of them went to save him, and the tree attacked that right. one. And then Falcon went to save him, and the tree attacked him.
0: Right. And it was like a chain reaction. They're all pretty much about to get swallowed by this tree. Yeah. Similar to the one Fia... Almost got swallowed by. Out. Right. Um, so it's not looking too good. It's looking like, you know, they can't really get out of it. And then... Tommy
1: Bombastic shows up. My name is Tommy Bombastic.
0: <laughs> Again with the okay. singing. Okay, Fuck. okay, 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 okay. But Tommy Bombastic is somebody else. Okay. Tom <laughs> Bombadil. That's who he is. Oh, my God. Okay, so for Who's those left? for those of you who don't know. Me and those who don't know. The Lord of the Rings. Okay, so you got the movies and you got the books. Well, in the books, um... Frodo and, and Sam, when they start their adventure, they do come across this guy. He's, like, a demigod, and he lives in the woods. And Frodo and Sam almost get eaten by a tree. And so Tom Bombadil, who, like, talks in, like, rhyme and stuff, he comes and he saves them. So this, anyway, so Tommy Bombastic is actually a play on Tom Bombadil, but they didn't put Tom Bomb Tom Bombadil in the movie. So that's why most people don't know, unless you're, like, a major nerd like me if you actually read the book. So I, I got super I excited. Started. So I was like,
1: "It's Tom Bombadil."
0: <laughs> so cool.
1: Okay, that's way better than what I thought.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, his name is Boom Bas-
2: like, I mean, Boom that was Bas- pretty. Big, I, mean, I and he
1: raps like. How, that's where else was I gonna
2: go?
0: I don't know, but that was pretty cool too. I was like, "Well, damn, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> 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 maybe it's not Tom Bombadil." <laughs> Maybe it's a mix of the two. Maybe so. We're both right. We're both right. Of course we are, because we're never wrong. Right. Right. And it's it's two different perspectives. That doesn't mean, yeah, we're both right. Yep. Anyway, but Tommy Bombastic shows up, and he is like a demigod, and he's like, he only talks in like rhymes and singing and rapped. Yeah. Apparently, I may or may not have rapped everything he said. <laughs> That's cool. I, I definitely
1: did. It didn't. was embarrassing. <laughs>
0: But um so he comes up and he basically is like, yo tree, let these people go. <laughs> let my people I go. was about to say
2: that Wait, <laughs> god! wait, wait. wait.
0: <laughs> Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Whoa, baby, let, let my, my people, people go.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that you
0: it. I love that you know that. Church kid, you get me. You get me.
2: Oh my god.
0: <sighs> I was actually seeing that the other day, and I don't know why.
2: <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> wow, we just bonded a little
2: more.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, um, Tommy tells the tree to let them go, and he saves them from the tree. And it's called, like, a willow mall, which I think is. It's just funny to say. Oh,
0: okay. I was like, "What what's, what's going on there? Well, because it's like a weeping willow. Yeah. But
1: it has a mall. Oh. That's what they call, like, mouth. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. A
0: willow mall. Like the mouth of a willow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so anyway, Tommy okay. saves them from the tree and he invites them all to dinner. And, but he's kind of got this creepy vibe about him, because he's like... Oh, he is a womanizer of, like, the nth degree. Yeah. He says this part
1: <clears throat> where he like is inviting them back to his house, and he's like, "Come back for a beer, but if you're pretty, you can make it a double."
0: Yeah, it was a little weird. Or not, um, but they they do go with him. Oh, but they they do go Oops. with him to uh, to dinner, and so they go to his house, and um. So, there are these 3 dryad girls that are, like, I guess his servants or whatever. Because uh, they're forced to serve them all dinner. And Baki gets drunk. And he's, like, oblivious to this whole awkwardness of, like, you know, these girls are obviously being held here against their will. And, you know, this guy's being creepy and, like, hitting on, on the girls of the group everyone's uncomfortable except Boggy because he's just like mead <laughs> he's drinking some mead and he's like toast <laughs> thank and you thank you kind sir and I am saved from the billow mall yeah like he's like oblivious to all this awkwardness and um so they they have their dinner or whatever and they go to leave and Falken uh he speaks to the girls and he's like he finds out that they're being held there by a contract. Um, apparently, like the Willow Mall is like their dad or something. Somehow. And... Okay,
1: so that's the other reason why it's funny, and I couldn't say it before. But Willow Mall.
0: But it's their dad. Oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> I should have been their mom then. <laughs> their mama, their grandma. Well, they could have called it Mall, like Mom and Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A oh, little Paul, but um, so it turns out the the Willamette owes um Tommy for some reason or another, and the girls are being held there as like payment or something. But fucking being fucking and like, no, <laughs> I can't say that without giggling.
1: <gasps> um, and knowing the law like he does, he's like, Mm-mm, hold up, you. Cannot be legally held responsible for the debt of your parents. Right. Therefore, this contract is null and void. And they're like, yay, thank you for saving us! And Tommy's Bubostic is like,
0: what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> yeah, and and he's, like, all angry, and but Falcon's, like, not having it. He's like, um, I will report to you, or whatever. Yeah. Like, you... This is not a binding contract. A legally binding contract. and I am a lawyer or whatever, and so, good day, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try, but no. Basically. (laughs) Like, he was not having it. (laughs) So, um, they go to leave, and, uh, but, okay, so a gape secretly steals a salt shaker. This is, like, hush-hush, not everybody in the group knows. Right, there's only one person not here. Excuse me. I think it was Falcon who saw who saw her? Yeah. And was like, um You don't steal from a demigod. Right. right? That's no no. And she
1: was like, Well she's like, I left payment, so yeah. it's not stealing. And we find out that this is kind of something that she does. Right. She every place that she goes, she takes something. A salt then, shaker. She takes. It always, was mm-hmm. it always a
0: salt shaker? I couldn't she remember. She specifically takes salt shakers and in place. Shake it like a salt shaker. Shake it, shake it, shake it like a salt shaker. <laughs> um, I'm glad this is not a video. <laughs> oh God! Like <laughs> <laughs> doing the Tina. <laughs> <laughs> the Tina, yeah. basically. Yeah. While we're sitting down, by the way, because <laughs> we classy
1: like that. Oh my God. Um, um. But she leaves one of her little, her little, car- her carvings, yeah, yeah. carvings up. Her little. And, uh, so, in her mind, she's not stealing, she's making an exchange. Right. And that's just the thing she does. Right. Um. But But Foggin's like, no, that's gonna be a problem. So, don't forget about that.
0: Right. Um. So, um, Boggy, he sobers up, and he's embarrassed, and, you know, apologizes to everyone, because he realizes that, like. (laughs) He was a total ass. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, oh my god, like. That you know those poor girls were in trouble, and I'm here like to help people like that. Like that's my whole thing. That's why I'm here. And I didn't even see in true Hufflepuff that they style. Help. Yeah, and so he's like, "Guys, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have gotten drunk." And they're like, "It's fine. It's fine." Um. So I keep rereading the same sentence over and over.
1: So they go and they see a friend of Offie's who is this older. Uh, gnome, who is also a
0: mechanically inclined individual. He's a, he's like this great engineer guy. Engineer, that's the word I was looking for. and his name is like, (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. I (laughs) I didn't catch that. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Uh, Oh, fun fact though, I, I don't know why it looks like this to me, but like, um, it looks like Elmo anyway, but this. My, gr- my grandfather's name, his name is Elmo. Right? I had I an uh, Uncle Elmo. An Uncle Elmo? Really? Yeah, a Great Uncle Elmo. That's so cool. That's funny. You had an Uncle Elmo and I had a Grandpa Elmo. Um, <laughs> um. But yeah, so they... So they go to see Aino. And he wants to go on this adventure with them. Yeah, because they tell him that they're going to the Great Library. And Aino's like, oh my god, that's real. Yeah. Like, I have to see this. Like, I need to go and he's an engineer, so he wants to become a certified Gnome gear hand. And he's like, This is my chance. Like please let me come. And they're like, Yeah, sure, you can come off. And something that really made me happy about this,
1: especially as I'm nearing my thirty third birthday and I feel really old, um, I know is not a young gnome. Oh no. He is he is a bit elderly. Yes. And it's never too late no. to follow your dreams. It never is. So he gets, your dreams. To, he gets to go and learn to be a certified numeric
0: gear hand. Gear hand. Yeah. Why can't I do the words? And that was, like, he was saying, like, that was like his boyhood passion, was to become something like that. And he, he gets to. And it just made me really happy because yeah. even
1: old people like me. Can learn to do things. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, for those of you all who didn't realize that I am not the child I sound like. um, She's young at heart. <laughs> That's all that
0: matters. I'm young at
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's my heart or my head, but one of them is young. Well, it's good to be young. <laughs> oh, uh, I know it has this vehicle type device. Mm-hmm. And it cracks me up, because it's, like, I envisioned it as, like, a centipede.
0: That's what it is. Yeah. It's like a centipede train. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute! And it runs on... Screams? The, yeah, yeah like, screams and fear or something like that. Like, Monsters, ink kind <laughs> of vibes.
1: A <laughs> But they only have, like, so much power for it, because who's gonna be like, okay, we are gonna let scream now? Yeah. Um... And so they, they like, all pile on, and they just travel just as far as they can um, in this centipede train thing. And it actually gets
0: them a good ways. A lot farther than they would have if they walked. A lot faster and a lot further, and it saved all of the pizzas.
1: Yeah.
0: So, on their travels, they actually meet up with, they find a family of gnomes on the road who are really needing help. They're trying to... To evacuate mm-hmm. and uh, I know knows this family and he's like oh my god yeah hop aboard you can come with us and uh so they do and it's it's like two it's like this couple and this very young child with them and uh they're only there like for like five seconds. I know but, I don't remember what happens that was it with that face was. I know it's sad it is. Um so they hop aboard and so they continue on their their little ride and um, then they run out of fuel, and so they're like okay, well now we need to get out and walk. So they get out, and um, they're they're literally almost there, like they can like see the city like in the distance. So they're almost there, and they get approached by two halflings and a troll, and they they get attacked. Like they they stick the troll on them and like okay kill them. And the troll actually succeeds in killing that poor little family, including the little baby. Like he just like whips his, you know, club club thing at them and bam, smashes them and they like, fly in the far away and that's sp- right. I dead. forgot about that. That's so yeah. sad. It was really sad. And, Like
1: I'm including the little baby. Like God. And that like not only did it get to our hearts, but it got to Boggy's heart too. Oh my God. And Boggy was, like... Boggy was Yeah, And... I mean, I don't blame him. Who wouldn't be? If you don't remember, in the last episode, we talked about a prophet. Well, not a prophet. A cabbage priest. Yeah. Who said that the first people that Boggy would kill Mm -hmm. was a troll and two halflings. Yep. And... Boggy's um, cudgel starts to change shape, it gets all lumpy and
0: spiky, like scary looking, very scary looking, and, and he Boggy su- is freaking angry, yeah, he's like super righteous and like yelling shit at them, and, and he takes for it. One good swipe at the
1: troll's knees, and the troll like is obliterated, yeah, It, like, blew up. Nothing but troll goo was left.
0: Yeah. Badass. (laughs) Right? Like,
1: yeah. Right? yeah.
0: All of that with a hangover. What? What? (laughs) You see, these Hufflepuffs can be badass when they want to (laughs) be. It's because we learned from the Slytherins. Yeah, y'all do. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I taught you how to be vicious.
1: And if that doesn't work, hex them. Hex them hard. Have
2: you seen
1: this? What is that? It's <laughs> it's a TikTok, never mind. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: so And then Boggy goes
1: after the two halflings. Yeah. And he kills
0: both of them with his cudgel. Yeah. Just clean and well not clean or tidy, no, but, but wraps that up quick. Yeah, he does. And they're like, Mercy and he's like you did not show mercy to the to that young family. family, and he just bam bam kills him. Yeah, but and he's like, yes, it is done. The rage is done, but so his his cudgel transforms back to a, a happier state, but it's still not peaceful. Yeah, and he's confused. And he's, he's like, he's, he's like, but, but I just yeah like, with the and then they right that should be it right that was the rage. And he has to think about it for a little bit, and, like, there's, like, little symbols on there that kind of help him figure out what he needs. hmm And so he kind of pieces together that this was just, like, one step. Like, you're, like, his whole, his whole quest isn't finished. He set out to help these gnomes find peace in their homeland, find peace for the gnomes, not just to kill two halflings and a troll. Right. So his quest is not finished. And that's when he realizes, okay, I'm, like, in this, we're going to finish this war here. That was just one battle in this whole. Well, and I also think part of it was
1: that wasn't necessarily his rage that caused that. Yeah. Anybody would have been pissed off because of that. Right, exactly. And wanted to do something about it. Exactly. So he still needs to find the, the emotion that is truly his to get rid of.
0: Right, yeah, that's, that's, that's really good way of saying that. Yeah. Um, that was, like, an in-the-moment thing, not really what's in his heart. Yeah. You know, so. So then he's, like, okay, wow, well, that was, like, a real, you know, showed me a lot about myself just now. I just learned a lot. <laughs> right. So let me, um, reflect on this, and I'll just. We'll get back to you later. Yeah, I'll get back to you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And so he's just kind of quiet for a little while and, like, just kind of meditating on what the hell just happened. And, um, so they make it to Mm Okskava. Oksva. I I had trouble saying this last time. I don't remember what we settled on. I don't know. That place where the Great Library is. They found the Great Library. Right. So they found the city, they get in there, and they're like, the people that live there are like, Oh my god, you're Vardija, or whatever.
2: Well, okay, there was a little more than
0: that. Like, there was but a little convincing there, there, but, like... But <laughs> amazing. That was... Amazing. I still can't believe we both went there last, last time. I couldn't believe that you, under, like, you knew where I was heading. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you started, it started playing in my head. We're just too in sync.
1: <laughs> this is bad.
0: No, that's good. <laughs> I mean it's good for us, it's yeah. bad for the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um so they get in there and like, alright, Peeny, do your thing. And he leads them to this um this forgotten door at the back of a hat shop and it just so happens to be the entrance to the great library, which is hidden underground underneath the city. So they they go in and they meet um, Hell Attractive. That's <laughs> her name <laughs> <laughs> shit again i didn't get that <laughs> there was another one in there too and i think her name may have been a plan words but i couldn't figure out what it was so i didn't write it down Ooh, i wonder if i can find it real quick but you can talking out loud, yeah but i hell attractive made sense to me so That's i wrote that funny. one down but anyway she's like the i don't know the leader or whatever, the mayor or something. Oh, I thought she was, like, the welcome committee. Yeah, something like that. But, like, anyway, so she kind of welcomes them there, and um, she introduces them to a certified Gnome Rite Gearhand to fix up Peenie because that's why they brought him. He needs to get fixed up. and um, she. But she says that um, a gate should leave Peenie there at the library whenever she goes to leave. Because, okay, you've fulfilled your duty as a v- Vardajay. You know, you've protected Peeny, and you've gotten him here, and now he's in our hands. so you can just leave him with us, and just go about your life. And she's kind of like, I don't, I don't know about this, That like, right. it has been my whole life. Right, and she's like, she doesn't know what she wants to do now, because she's like, well, I... I planned that my entire life I would be protecting him, my entire life. And now I have the option to do something else, and she just doesn't know what to do. So um, she's rather confused. Um, but she does leave Peeny with the certified number gear your to go get him fixed up or whatever. And, um, of course, while they're there, they do get the Tome of Togethering and a few other helpful books. Um, on the history of, like, the, uh, the laws and whatnot that may help them when they go to talk to... The two towers. Yeah. Yeah. The leaders. Yeah. So um, they gather the books that they're that they're there for. Um, and I know he asks if he can stay to become a certified no-right gear hand, and they say, yeah, absolutely. So he's excited. He's getting to fulfill... His, his dream. Um, so they all kind of try to figure out what to do next. And, of course, they're like, well, this is only half of our journey. We uh, we got what we came here for, but we didn't just come here just to get these books. We need to bring right. them back to the Two Towers and confront the Kansa Yali. And maybe even get King Gustav in it. and Because that's the only way that this war is going to be finished. Right. So... Um, they're like yeah we need to move on and uh so while they're like deciding
1: what they're going to do and who's going to do what and who's going to stay who's going to go um there's like this big commotion yeah and a machine comes out of pretty much nowhere and start like little gnomes are like yelling and screaming stop stop no don't and the machine runs straight over to Falcon and it crushes him's feet. His little toesies. It was like
0: a a toe crusher machine that specifically, like, like it
1: would hone
0: in on halflings.
1: Yeah. And
0: he just happened to be the only halfling
1: of the city at the moment when and that they didn't know he was there, otherwise they wouldn't have tested it, right.
0: And, and his it's just poor little faces. And there's like no fixing it. Like it crushed the bones in his toes like to powder. Yeah. Like it wasn't just a fractured toe, like his toes were limp noodles, like there was no more Yeah. There there was no bone in there left. There was no nothing. Yeah. Like how painful. Jesus Christ. And emotionally scarring? And Yeah, because his toes are his pride and joy. And then he can't even walk now. No. No. And he's in so much pain, and so Boggy just, like, gives him, like, this thing to put him out. He gives him mead. Gives him mead, and just, like, he's like, "Uh, go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I can't handle you hurting. Night, night. (laughs) Because he's, like, screaming in pain, so he's just like, "Uh, uh, go to sleep, go to sleep. (laughs) And, um, so they're like, man, what are we going to do? Like, and the they say, well, the only thing that you can do, you have to amputate the toes, that's... Right. There's there's nothing you can do. And Afi is like, no, there's got to be something. we got to help him somehow.
1: And Afi, being the tinkerer and the, the builder that he is, he comes up with an idea. And he kind of, like, plans it out in his head and then talks with one of the, um, no, no, no. The gear hands? Yeah. Yeah. One of those. And he gets them to build this thing.
0: But we don't know really what it is yet. Yeah. Um, but it's he, he says that it's a device that's going to help him walk.
1: Yeah. So he, the, the gear hand kind of builds the basic framework of it. But then Oppie's like, well, it's not done yet. And he kind of tinkers with it mm-hmm. as they go on their journey. And Foggin is still out. In his medically induced coma.
0: Yeah. And they s- go on their journey. They actually, they get on a train. Yeah. Um, to continue their journey because Falcon is still, like, they, they amputated the toes and they actually wheeled him onto the train on a gurney. And, like, you know, he's still out. Yeah, he's completely out of it. But he's like, we can't stop. We have to get going. We can't wait here till he's, like, healed. We gotta We gotta move. So they get on the train and they continue on their journey. Now they're headed toward the two towers where the cancer Yarley are. Yes. Um so on the train, um Oh, so on the train, um, Agape is is kinda upset that she has to leave Peony. Um oh, but right before they left, Kiercy had the idea to um like grab an old cog that was peonies and like shine it up and like was like here you can put this on a necklace to remember him by, and I was like that was so sweet of her. That is really sweet. That was really sweet, and it gave like yeah that was that was very thoughtful, but it's not the same, you know. Like it's a nice token, but I'm still gonna miss him, and I still have no idea where to go from here.
1: You know what's kind of not sweet and kind of creepy about that idea though? What? That would be kind of like. Here's a tooth of your friend. Here, here is
2: his a necklace. finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a token. <laughs>
0: I'll miss you, friend. Here's my molar. Here is the the
1: ground toe bones. Here's, here's, <laughs>
0: yeah, There's a lock of my hair. Um. <laughs> yeah, can you believe people used to do that? I know. It's and weird. like they like put it in lockets and stuff. And That's like just weird. Or like even creepier is like they would take like the dead their hair and put it like sew it onto a doll's head and like yeah yeah that's how like ghost stories of like dolls and like possession you know came about because they would put the dead people's hair on a doll to remember them by and it would be the likeness of that person that's so naturally creepy. you know that would be like especially creepy. a ghost yeah you know, possessing it because that's their actual hair so, for you all and anyway. for
1: and for Holly, if you like, like, creepy stories like that, I just started listening to this podcast called Lore, yeah. and it goes into, like, all of these different creepy stories. Like, and paranormal? Not, like, some of them are paranormal, and yeah. some of them are just, like, stories from the witch trials and, like, oh, cool. how those came out. It's really cool, and they're really short. They're, like, 20, 30 minutes. Oh, what is it called? Lore. Lore. <laughs> I want to hear the it. catacombs of yours. Your. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it around full circle. Yeah, yeah. Totally <laughs> recommend Dude. that
0: podcast. It was so good. It I'm is gonna so have good. to listen to that. I think I'd like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it it Gabe's just kind of trying to mull over what to do next, and she's like, "Well, I guess I'll follow my friends until I figure out what to do," and um. She's like, I'm still going to try to help them with their quest. Right. Even though mine's over and I don't know what to do yet. (laughs) Um, so So they get off the train and they get on a ferry boat to cross the river. And so they all, they get on this ferry boat. And they're going down the river. should be a pretty peaceful ride, right? Nothing crazy. Yeah, well, guess what? They're being attacked by vicious mermaids, boom. Yeah. In the middle of this river. Like, out of nowhere. And no weapons. Nothing to defend themselves. The captain
1: is another automai, so... Yeah. So it's no help. Yeah,
0: none. He's just like, let's keep going. Yeah. And, like, spouting nomorisms and just like keep your feet and hands inside the we boat. Like, at all times. <laughs> yeah. And, multiple
1: freaky looking mermaids yes. are like, climbing up on the boat. So, Kirsty is of course like, pulling out hair and she's cursing things left and right and she, they're fighting and they're starting to fight like, as a team. Yeah. Which is really great. And then, one of the mermaids gets a gape. And, I don't remember exactly what she says, but basically she says that they were sent there by a demigod to get the salt. The salt shaker. Yeah. yeah. Like, gave back, give back what you stole. Yeah. Whatever. And she's like, "But I didn't steal anything, because in her mind, she really didn't." Right, but not in
0: Tom Tommy's mind. Right, or anybody else. Obviously, yeah.
1: Um, and Fawkin is just like, "Give them the damn salt." <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me of the, I don't know why, but it reminds me of the Big Bang Theory episode where Sheldon is trying to decide between the Xbox and the PlayStation, and he's just going on and on and on, and he's trying to have, he's talking about it while, um, what is his girlfriend saying?
0: Oh, Sheldon's girlfriend? Yes.
1: Um. I can only think of the other two. Amy! Yeah. Amy is trying to have a nice, peaceful dinner with him, and she's asked for the butter several times, and so she finally, like, pretends to, like, get all into the conversation with him, and she goes, he was like, yeah! What do you think of that? And she goes, please pass
2: the butter! (laughs) I don't think I've seen that episode. (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh, it's so... Oh, my God. <laughs> you can tell,
1: like, the whole time. She's just so over it. I'll show you when we're done. Yes, okay. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's just like, you can end this. Give them back the freaking salt shaker. So, she gets it out of her bag. She gives it back. And they just leave. You know? Just like that. Yeah. yeah. That's all they wanted. They couldn't have, I don't know, asked nicely from the
0: beginning. Right? No. They had to make a whole scene about it. Ugh. Um. So, anyway, everyone else is like, what, what the hell was that about? And it gave... Tell, explains her whole thing and then she's like I'm sorry you know once we get you know um once we get to the other side Cass Cooper that's yeah. this town and that they're about to get to Cast Cooper once we get there I'll I'll you'll be rid of me I'll get away from y'all I'm sorry y'all don't need me anymore and they're like
1: why why were you why will you leave us
0: yeah, they're what like... are you talking about? No, it's fine. Like, oh, and, like, she says something like, I understand if y'all are mad at me, but, like, her leg was hurt. Right. And she's like, I understand if you guys are mad at me, like, whatever. And Boggy was like, like, told her a story. He was like, one time I brought, I, I was being attacked by bees or something, and I went back home to my family, and the bees followed me, and everybody got stung. And instead of asking me to see if I was okay, they were just really mad and all, you know, concerned with their own wounds and, like, not even asking me how I felt. It, even though I was sorry about what I did. I didn't mean to hurt them. Right. And he was like, so I'm asking you again. Like, I'm telling you, I'm not mad at you. because Are you I, okay? Yeah, I know n- you didn't mean to get us into that trouble, but you're hurt. Are you okay? You're my friend. I care about you just it's so sweet and it's such a and it went deeper than just her hurt leg right like are you okay it 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 helped heal some of her feels and yeah like people
1: are so quick to jump to me me i i and they forget that there's somebody else involved in most situations yeah
0: there's another side and other feelings. And, and Right, and that was really touching to Gate because, like we said before, she has trust issues, and, you know, she's never really had a real friend before. And, like, this is all very new to her. She doesn't know how to open up to people. And right, and she's thinking she just
1: ruined everything. And they're like, no, are you okay?
0: Yeah. it's so sweet. It was so sweet. And she's like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> it was precious. I love it. And I love how, like, the characters in the story all slowly, like, bond just like they did in the last story. Yes. Like, I do
1: like that it's not an
0: automatic, oh,
1: we're all best friends now. Right, right. Like, they all
0: start as strangers, and they eventually become friends, and they bond over this journey. And yes. it's, it's just beautiful to see that unfold, you know, that friendship. Ah. Friendship. <laughs> it's amazing. It's beautiful. It can't all it's be beautiful. as easy as ours. I guess not. We just really got it easy. We did. We're lucky. We're blessed. You
1: wish you were us. <laughs> our, our angels are like, thank you, Jesus, I needed some help with this. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you about the shit she puts me through.
0: <laughs> and our little devils are like,
1: ha, 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 what are we going to
0: do now? <laughs> we're I see you over there. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so, um. They make it
2: wait,
0: okay. Okay, so they make it to Cass Cooper on the other side of the river, and it's a halfling town. Um, but it's not no drugs are allowed there. Right. It's a different kind of halfling town. It's like know? the fucking kind. Yeah, it's like the happy hobbit town, you know? The fucking yeah. <laughs> kind. <laughs> you get all rosy and giggly every time you say fucking now and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, blushy, like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, So it's a halfling town. Um, so they get, they get there and Falcons like, well, I mean, I don't know what to do. I can't walk and, you know, I can't just roll around on a gurney. And so, um, Offie was like, he had just finished the device he was working on, and their prosthetic toes. Yeah, they made him little, little feet. Yeah, and like he even like dressed them up to make them like really nice looking, and like and his toe wings would fit on. Yeah, them. he like customized it just yes. for walking, and it's like really nice looking, and it's just it's it was really sweet that the amount of like thought he put into it. Yeah, like to make it. The way that he knew Falcon would like it, and you know Falcon was a little skeptical, skeptical about it at first. He's like, of course. He's like, but my toes—it's not gonna work, and it's they're not, not my toes. They're not real. And then he tries them on, and then he's like, oh, these are kind of nice. <laughs> and then I think it's really funny because they
1: try to put like one of the rings on his on his toe, and he's like, no, 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 I'm not worthy of that one.
0: Put the plain one on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I think they were like golden. Or uh-huh. Something so he's got these gold toes. Yeah. now. so it's actually like a step up. Uh-huh. You would think so. A he's up. like right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> So so he's like, okay, I could strut through Cass Cooper wearing these, and so he he's he they start to go into town and um, other hobbit. Other halflings actually stop him and like, Oh my god, you're I toes. love your toes. Oh my god. Like and he's all proud and right? like Oh yes, my toes. <laughs> I like, got my so fancy cute. golden toes. It was so cute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How can you not like fucking, ah, like
0: He is he's a good guy. Yeah, I do like him. You just had to understand him. Yeah, yeah. He you just kinda have to like uncover what he is. Yes. He's so great. Uh, he is. So, um they get into town and it's like, um, And Falcon's like, okay, like, they split up for.
1: Yeah, some of, like, some of them are going to replenish their, uh, Boggy wants to replenish his basket, and they're going to get some more supplies, and Falcon is going
0: to go. And I imagine this place is like a real fun, artsy downtown kind of area, so they kind of want to sightsee a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And when they're in one of the stores,
1: they see these little carved figurines. Yeah. And it's super funny because, um, what is Agape's last name? Because her I initials are AF. Right. I didn't know if you had written it it's down. It's like Fallopia, I think. Something like that. Her initials are AF. So they, like, pick up one of the figurines and they flip it over and look at the bottom. And it's like, happy AF. <laughs> and sad AF. And it
0: cracked me up, because
1: AF as fuck, it was funny.
0: Yeah, and, and so, um, Afi recognizes immediately that they're... That they're hers. They're hers, and he's like, oh my god, look, that's all your artwork, and look how much they're worth.
1: Yeah, they're charging a crap ton. So, we didn't really explain it, because I forgot how important it was, um... When she steals the salt shakers, it's not like she's just stealing them from someone's house. Gnomes have a tendency to bury supplies, like caches, um, like on the road to brooding and different places. And so her family, as they traveled, would find these and dig them up and use them. And she would leave her little figurines. Right. These figurines that her parents said... Weren't any good, right? And she would put little bits of her own wool on them, which
0: I thought was so cute. Oh, no, I made it personalized. Oh, going back to the putting the, the hair on dolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Whoops! <laughs> <Oops>. Whoopsies! <laughs> Maybe
1: all she's uh, passing on is her anxiety and depression. Uh, <laughs> that's not a good thing either. No, it's not. No, no, awesome. no. Anyway, dogs. um. So So, she thought that they were worthless because her parents would sell theirs, but said that hers were never good enough.
0: Right. So then all of these gnomes would find them in the little caches and take them. Well, no, they would actually find them in their homes because Because she, yeah, because, like, they would stay in their homes and, well, it may have been the caches too, but, like, she would take the salt shakers and leave the, um little carvings and it was like it kind of became like a legend around the town like like she was famous and had no clue yeah and everyone's like when people find the little carvings they get super excited because they know they're worth a lot and they're like oh my gosh the famous artist visited me yeah and like sure they took my salt shaker but that's not worth anything to me i've got this freaking piece of art that's gonna bring me some money like
2: yeah
0: and so she actually was giving back to these people and and so it, it gives her, like, kind of a sense of purpose and,
1: like, kind of eases some of that guilt. Yeah. And
0: she's famous AF now. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And, like, this, there's actually a, a quote right here I'd like to read. It's one of my favorites. Go ahead. And um, so they're talking to the shopkeeper, and um, um, Afi is talking to the shopkeeper, and he says, art is such a gift. And... The halfling, the the lady behind the counter, she she nodded enthusiastically. A thrice gift we halflings say, for it gives to the artist by feeding their soul, gives to the world by making it more beautiful, and then gives to the recipient who will always cherish it. Tell me, dear, are you an artist too? And I just thought that was so precious. It is. It's sweet.
2: true.
0: It's so sweet. Art is so important, and it's just it's amazing, and it's just one of the few beautiful things in the world and it's just it's off topic but art's no great. it's on, it's on topic art. we're talking about art yeah so
1: i'm gonna draw you something okay it's gonna be very little because that's all i can do okay and it's not gonna be a troll
0: oh don't be a troll <laughs> it won't be a troll
2: oh
0: i have a story <laughs> i am not want to tell it right now she just doesn't like trolls i don't like the little troll dolls they haunt me I'm surprised
1: they don't haunt me because my sister and I were not allowed to throw balls in the house. So we may or may not have thrown a troll that had a ball in its hand back and forth to each other.
0: <laughs> okay, this story's kind of short. So, like, so I had, like, one of those little troll dolls, little mini plastic ones with this hair crazy is it's, like, and it, it, like, it freaked me out. I didn't like it. But I didn't want to throw it away because, I don't know, I had this weird feeling that it would, like, come back and be mad because I threw it away. It wasn't a Furby. Well, that's how I felt. I was like, it, "It's gonna come back and kill me if I try to throw it away. I can't offend it like that, or I don't know." But so my dad had this whole um, weightlifting um, thing, you know, always. It's like the, the the poles, and it's got like this the holes in in the each pole where you can like. He had a bench press.
2: Yeah, thank
0: you. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't think of the name. So he had a bench press, so. <laughs> 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 I like how you're getting, like, super complicated. Can, you, can, you, a bench
1: class, can press. you
0: tell I don't go to the gym? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, the the poles in his bench press were hollow, right? So I took this little creature of, I don't know. Death and darkness. Death and dirt, yeah. And I was like, I need to trap it. So. <laughs> I stuck it in the hole of one of the poles and just let it drop to the bottom of the pole. And I was like, no, it will never find me. And I'm pretty sure to this day it's still in there. So technically I never really got rid of it. It's still haunting me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But it can't get out. It can't, it can't haunt you get out. it can't get out. So I did what I meant to do. It can never come back and find me. Yeah.
1: And I didn't know this story, and I sent a picture of, I sent picture of Holly. I sent Holly a picture of a troll that I drew and she was like ah, no <laughs> bad <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that was totally off topic, sorry
0: guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Um So yeah, the carvings, um my favorite quote, and then Okay, so they go to leave the shop and offie in Offie and a Gate. They find a plaque. For Remy, that had died, mm-hmm. they put up a plaque. Falken's beloved Remy. Right, he had died right there, so they put up a plaque in honor of him. Mm-hmm. But they realized that Remy was a pigeon. Yeah, not another halfling. No, no, it wasn't his like another person, or it was. It was just a. It was a pigeon. And that was his best friend. And that's who he is, like, devoted his whole life to avenge. This pigeon. A pigeon. And they're like, okay, um, this is weird. And they're like, you know what, it's fi-. He never told us it's a pigeon, but you know what, it's fine. It's fine. It really meant something to him, so we're not even going to mention it. Like, it's fine. Um, but... Meanwhile, while everyone's in Cass Cooper or, you know, doing all this, um, Gustav and Grenda are on their way to the two towers, um, and they they decide to... They're, they're going to make a detour to check on Lord Ergot, because the letters he's been sending them are awfully suspicious. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, maybe we should do a little surprise visit and see what he's really up to. Um, so on their way... But is like, well, if we have spies on board, they'll let him know yep. that we're coming. So we need, first we need to weed out any spies that he might have. Because they're they're traveling by a, a centipede train. <laughs> right. The same kind that the
1: Gear fellowship of the <laughs> mead
0: was traveling by with, I know. Right. But,
1: um, but better and nicer.
0: Right, because it's the kings. But, um, so they're like, well, we do happen to know a cute little bard who knows how to sing certain songs to make people tell the truth. So, they visit Fia and Argabella. Yes! They go see my Argibella! Oh my god! And they're thriving. Yes. Like, they're living in Toby's old tower, they've got their rose garden, like, perfect, and like, they're happy. And they have, Paltrow's
1: brother is still there. Yeah. He's still taking care of everything on the outside. Yeah. And it's just super sweet. So they get there, and they see them, and they tell Argabella what they need, and she's like, okay, I can do this. And she plays a little song that she's singing about how if you're a spy for Lord Ergot, Ergot? Mm-hmm. Ergot. Um... You would step forward. And two people stepped forward. Yep. One
0: of them was just one of the servant people. Yeah. No big surprise there. One of them, okay, so the first one was actually um, working for the drubs. Oh, that's right. So it wasn't a... It wasn't specifically... It was just like, if you're a spy, Yeah, if you're a spy, and you're not loyal to... Right. So one of them, yeah, was just like a some servant boy or whatever, and he, he was just, um, he was spying for the jobs. And so, um, Gustav's like, well, okay, um, I'm gonna throw you in the cellar. <laughs> the jam cellar. The jam cellar, that if you step on the front mat, you'll fall through. Mm-hmm. We're gonna throw you in there, and I'll deal with you later. So he throws him in there. And then the other person is, he's like, Made, his nursemaid, like yeah. the one who taught him how to be a people and not a goat. Yeah, and he's like, how could you? And she's like, she just breaks down crying, and she's like, I didn't want to, you know, I I was blackmailed. Um, Lord he has my
1: brother. Yeah,
0: Lord Ergot has my brother prisoner, and if I don't, like, like, answer his letters and tell him what you're up to, he's gonna kill my brother. And, you know, Gustav understands and he's like, okay, you know, um, so, what we're gonna do, he's like, I understand, what we're gonna do is you're just gonna stay here, I'm not gonna put you in the cellar, because I understand, we're gonna just leave you here with Fia and, and Agabella, and we'll go get your brother. I just realized what it
1: is. But If they step on the welcome mat, they'll find themselves in
0: a jam. Ha ha ha! That's right! That's
2: right! <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord Toby. Uh. <laughs> the writers of this these books are flippin' brilliant. They really are.
2: <sighs> and this is
0: just the stuff we're picking up on. Everything's yeah! so subtle, all these jokes, that, like, I'm sure there are many more that we didn't even realize. Like, it's amazing. Ooh. Um... But Gustav's like, I'm going to get your brother when I go. We're going to go free him. And um, so then they leave and they go. Um, those Gustav's cousins? Oh, the brother's name is Ralphie. Okay. So they get to brooding. And Grinda sends in uh, sand golems to free Ralphie. Uh, into the city because they wait outside the city because they can't just like stride up into the city, being like, Hey, right, it's the king, yo, because <laughs> that's <Sup>. not good. <laughs> Time for bro times <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: with them bro times, you mentioned,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> okay, Chad.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, so she sends in these sand golems. And, um, they go and they free Ralphie, and while they're doing that, um, they talk to a male woman, and so, then, this is actually the, the King's spy network now. Yeah. The, the male people, like. The postal service. Yeah, the postal service, that was, like, a big issue in the last book. Cause it sucked. Yeah, now it's this amazing spy network for the King, like, how genius. Yeah. And so,
1: this male person is like, well, I deliver a lot of letters from Lord Ergot to the Drubs and a lot of Drubs letters to speci- Lord Ergot. Specifically
0: to Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Marky Dick. Marky Dick. Oh, no. Wait. I have to say this at least once? What? Be like, fucking Dick. <laughs>
2: say this
1: is one little dick I don't want to see <laughs> 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 oh yes
2: <my God. laughs> <laughs>
1: we are also 12 year old <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
0: my god oh. it was too good I could oh. not do that okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, that's suspicious, right? Ergot <laughs> and Dick regularly corresponding.
2: Does <laughs> at get dick pics? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bro times are. (laughs) I can't breathe. (laughs) Oh
0: my, this is too good. Oh,
1: that was great.
0: (gasps) Okay, breathe. (laughs) So, um, so it's suspicious, (laughs) right? Very. And, um, so the golems, they get Ralphie out, and they're coming out of the the town, but they're being chased by Lord Ergot's men. <clears throat> and they they catch Ralphie, and, and they get him safely in the... Not Ergot's men. King Gustav and Grenda catch Ralphie. Right, but he's being chased out. I know, but the way you said it was like, he's oh. being chased. They catch Ralphie! <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> because they're moving fast in the train that's why i meant like yeah they they pull him into the train yeah <clears throat> safely i'm just and, clarifying okay yeah i guess i did see that crazy <laughs> <laughs> um and they they talk to ralphie a little bit and ralphie's like yeah uh, we build homes in in the gnome lands for for humans and halflings and they're like what? And he's like, yeah, since the gnomes have all, like, they're abandoning their lands, so now we're being sent out there to build homes for humans and, and halflings. And and Grinda and Gustav are like, and why do you think the gnomes are leaving? And he's just like, because of the natural disasters? And Grinda's like, oh, I see what's going on. Yeah. It's a scam. So, Dick and and Ergot are working together to drive the gnomes out of their home out of their lands so that they can rebuild build up human homes and halfling homes on their land which would give Lord Ergot it would get him more money and more power cuz more people more people more land to give him more power to eventually overthrow King Gustav yeah yeah. Dun dun dun. That's what's been going on this whole time. And guess where the where the gnomes have been staying? In the refugee center. The under What? What? Say that again. Where the gnomes have been staying. Yeah, where have they been staying? In the refugee center. Okay, the way you said it
1: before was not like that. What did I say? <laughs> you were like you put the emphasis on the
0: wrong slallable. <laughs> oh, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Your
1: emphasis but, was on the wrong syllable.
0: Blah, 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 <laughs> slurring my speech. You're speaking in cursive. Okay, hang on. One more sip. <laughs> so the gnomes are under their protection of who? Lord, Lord Aragot hmm Right. So it's the, all of, their, like, it's the one who's taking their... Like, The one who's taking their homes, and yeah. that's why they're being held in a, quote-unquote, refugee center that's, that's more or less like a prison, prison. Yeah. Because it is a prison. Yeah. It's a whole trap. It's a scheme. And... It's a scheme? <laughs> it's a scheme! <laughs> it's fishy. And bam, that's what's happening. Yeah. So... And that's actually where we're going to leave you. Yeah. So...
1: Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. yeah. I know it's not necessarily making a whole lot of sense. It's starting to. It's yeah. starting to come together.
2: Because um, now we're
0: seeing what's actually happening here.
1: Right. So join us again next time. Yes. Same bat- cha- Wait. Same what? bat time. Same bat channel. They used to say that at Batman. Oh. At the end of every Batman. My
0: My client said that to me today, and I didn't understand what he meant, (laughs) but now I do! Yay! He was like, because he scheduled with me again, he was like, same time, next month, same bat channel, and I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you get
1: it. Now I get it. Okay.
0: Now you get it. Wow.
1: That's something Um, new. Yep. But, yeah, be sure to... Go on Instagram or Facebook and tell us what you think. If you like it, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It gets you, uh, when you subscribe to the podcast, it will download your the new episode as soon as it loads so that you can't miss anything. Yeah. Um, and the rating and reviewing helps get us seen so more people listen. And there was something, oh, we now have a group on Goodreads. Yes. So you can also go to Booklet Group on, I think it's Booklet Podcast, isn't it? I think so. On Goodreads and start up discussions there. Yeah, so now we can actually have conversations with you guys. Yes, maybe that will be a little bit easier and get everybody involved so everyone who's part of the group will be able to see it
0: yeah i'm so excited about that
1: i know i have to figure out like how it actually works because i've only ever used goodreads basically to just keep track of the books that i've read yeah me too so i'm learning and please bear with us while we learn through this whole thing i did want to point out holly Hmm. we have been doing this for six months oh my god you're right So, it is our six-month birthday. Happy birthday. Half birthday. Happy half birthday. Oh, my God. We need to do something special when we make a year. I know. We are going to come up with something big, something amazing. Yes. We'll probably forget before then, but we'll try not to. (laughs) We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We will forget, and then at, like, 11 months, 11 and three-quarter months, we're going to be like, oh, my God, we have to do something big. (laughs)
0: But that'll be better because it'll be spur of the moment. And it's always more fun when it is. Especially since, well, I don't know about you, but I'm a
1: perfectionist who likes to procrastinate because that's what perfectionists do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, tell us what you think and see us next time. See you next time. Listen to you next time. We are going to do, we, we need some input from our listeners. I have been trying to think of what to call you all. Besides just our listeners. Pretty much every podcast that I listen to, they have like... A name for
0: their For their name. people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, if you all can think of something that you would like to be called, maybe eventually we can get it put on a
0: shirt. That'd be cool. Or a wine glass. Yeah. Or a hat. Whatever you, the hell you guys want. Yeah.
1: When we get merch, we need things so we can get merch that says something besides Shine Your Shine.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be a cool one. That's gonna be a funny
1: one. Yeah, I well, like that one. Yeah, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. We love you.
0: Happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.